0: Strange From the governor of Ohio where we sit,
1: it's, there's something a, going he's on he's a here. a reluctant uh, support comes from the Speaker of the House, right. the former Speaker of the House,
0: right. and the uh, majority leader in the Senate. Right. And I don't think we've seen anything quite like that. Even in 1980 when there was a certain anti-establishment uh, tone to the Reagan candidacy, he had been governor of the largest state in the country for eight years as a Republican, so this is different.
2: We have seen something like this, So 120 years ago, we had huge economic transition, huge technological change, huge demographic shifts um, that created a time when people uh, felt distant from their institutions, they were really down on politics, we had a lot of first-term presidents, uh, uh, big changes in, in, uh, in uh, Congress. And what like happened? 1895
1: and somewhere right, right 1895
2: in there. 1895 to 1925. And mm-hmm. so you had you know, a, a, a big populist movement that, that Teddy Roosevelt and the other reformers you know, uh, eventually went to Roosevelt and to Ridwell Wilson. And so you had a huge change in both the Republican and Democratic Party that realigned our politics. Now it took 20, 30 years for it to happen. And we're just at the beginning of that kind of period now. I
3: absolutely agree. We're on that trajectory without a question, and we're going to see what happens. But, you know, to put this in a context, I mean, Ted Cruz, the other leader of the anti-establishment, yeah. is giving a speech tonight where he's not even going to endorse the candidate. You know, he's going to go through the speech It's tonight. a
1: candidate. He's called a pathological
3: liar. <laughs> it's, it's, it's truly, truly extraordinary times.
2: Neither party is able to to meet the needs of the time. Mm. Period. Uh, so.
1: It's a, is it a movement, as they're trying to say? I mean, if they draw these parallels from what the vote was in Brexit, even though there were not candidates representing stay and remain, remain and leave,
0: uh, it, does it have significant similarities? I think that the tenor is very similar. I think the result may or may not be similar. I mean, a lot of people, I think, walked in uh, to the ballot booth, booth in the UK and voted for Brexit, kind of thinking they were making a statement, not making a decision, right? right? So then they looked up the next morning and they said, Oh really? So we do have to leave now? Uh, I didn't right, right. I thought you were going to counter, I thought you were <laughs> yeah. going to offset my vote so he yeah. wouldn't have to do this. Well, yeah. Uh, we'll see whether in November people who like the idea that Donald Trump is here shaking up the system can actually walk in to the ballot booth and pull the lever. So here's Just the together. other interesting question: Has Donald Trump really thought about this?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You can see from this week. I mean, he loathes this entire process. He didn't even want to have any politicians on his stage. Were it up to him, it would be businessmen, it would be people in the in the services, it would be people who've gone through experiences like we've seen, and his family. I mean, he, he he has disdain for this entire process, the process that is supposed to encapsulate everything. Our electoral system. Yes. The shining moment on the hill for being a conservative, for, you know, make America great. And he's just treating it like it's just something he has to get through. So
1: he is an unnatural leader of what was a significant groundswell in the body politic of America.
2: Yeah, I don't even know if I would call him a leader. He's kind of benefited from what's, what we're creating. People are, have been madder than hell and not wanting to take it anymore for about 30 years. Yeah, yeah. We're just starting to wake up and realize how much power we each have as an individual, more power than we ever had in the beginning of humanity. Social media and other technologies allow us now to find other people who are as angry as we are over the same things, mobilize each other, and make things happen. That's what happened in Britain. That's what eventually is going to happen here. That's what's going to tear both of these parties from the inside out and create new institutions, new forms of government, new forms of, of, of campaigning. And I think it's already kind of happening outside the political system with this generation that's coming up. We have another generation that's coming out of times like this that tend to be great generations. Right. What was the generation that came out of the last period like this? It was the greatest generation. And these kids who are the very purpose driven. Of World War II. Right. Uh, these millennials who are very purpose driven, not as ideological as baby boomers, who demand choice, who are a, a pragmatic and who are a bootstrapping generation. And who
1: overwhelmingly supported Bernie Sanders and the Democratic.
2: Yeah, but what they're really overwhelmingly is is, is moving away, f- they have no interest in government and politics. They really want to change things, and they really are changing things. They're social entrepreneurs who are connecting with one another to change things, but they don't, unlike the past great generations, they don't see government and politics as will affect good change. So they're uh, cause, creating cause things. Because from-
1: they've seen more action, more successful things take place within their world. Right, and, and in Silicon Valley and other places than they have seen in Washington.
2: So they're making things happen outside of Washington, um, outside of traditional institutions that I think eventually will evolve into new
0: I think the significance of that is that, and I think this is underappreciated about the, uh, an unappreciated fact about the Trump movement, but also the Sanders movement to some extent, which is, I think a lot of this is rooted in the dysfunction of the Washington where we all live. Nothing happens. They, yep. And it's all because of ideology. So Trump comes along and says, I can get things done. And by the way, he's not making an ideological argument. He's making an effectiveness argument. And the Sanders movement, I think, is rooted in the same thing because Sanders supporters say, well, we would like a, a minimum wage that was a-